<laughs> Hello, lovers! You're tuned in to Sex Talk Radio. I'm your host, Lola, your number one source for all things sacred, sexual, and erotic. Let's vibe. today about shame, fear, and repression around sex and our sexuality. And I guess as with most of my episodes, there's always potential trigger warning. So just, you know, fair warning as I'm going to go into some personal story as well as just some insight on how these show up for us in our sexuality and how we all are sort of trying to overcome this, right? It's really societal and it's conditioning and it's the the old paradigm from the patriarchy is what has really instilled this uh, shame and fear template in us around sexuality because there isn't really any grounded basis for it, right? We all have sex or have had sex at some point in our lives for the most part. Maybe there's a few that don't, right? But like we are sexual animals and we also all would not be here without sex. Not a single one of us would be here without sex. So then why do we fear the very reason that we are here yet we don't fear god or the divine or spirit right like we pray to the higher power and have entire congregations to worship right but we're also we're here because of the divine and because of sex so i don't understand why we would fear one and not the other or not fear one right like makes sense that we would this fear is really doesn't come from anywhere within us. It's been put on us from our outside world. And it's something that the majority of us carry, right? We feel ashamed to be sexual or we fear being sexual because we may be judged. And layer upon layer upon layer of this shame and this fear just leads to ultimate repression as we reach our adult years and don't even know what it is to be connected with our sexuality and to let our sexuality sort of out of the cage of our being because we were raised to fear and shame it and then as we sort of leave the nest and go out on our own right and start living our own lives that fear and shame goes with us and with that we disconnect and repress even further and just keep pushing it further and further down until one day you don't even realize or know (laughs) anymore that you're actually a sexual being. You may be having sex but it's most likely coming from this place of shame and fear and repression and you allow 
the shame and the fear to leave the room when you're having a sexual experience, but the repression remains where the sexual experiences when we're living with this deep level of shame and fear around our own sexuality, that that level of repression really denies you full access to your sexuality, even in a sexual encounter. And a lot of times we don't even realize the difference, right? Because we've never actually been really connected with our sexuality. It's never been fully alive and vibrant within us, really connected to our entire being and infiltrating all of the dimensions of our life as it should be. Your power center home lives in your sexuality, your creativity, all of the things, right? And when it gets to expand and rise and play with you in all of the dimensions of your life and you're really connected to it and you are utilizing it in a way that's not just sexual, right? Like for sure, you we use it sexually, but our sexual energy isn't meant to be banned just to the bedroom as we have done so in our society. It's not meant to be shameful. It's not meant to be fearful. Like, we all came from sex. Why would we fear that which we have come? It makes no sense. And I realize this is a valid thing to talk about as I talk with people about my podcast and sex talk radio and like my mission in life right to really allow the veil to drop for people so that we can all come home to our sexuality like I desire everyone to reconnect with their sexual center with their sexual energy and to get really intimate with it within themselves so that they are standing in their truth and connected to their own power source, their sacred temple, like, there is nothing more beautiful and pleasurable about us as humans than our sexual energy, and it's meant to be infiltrated through every aspect and every dimension of your life. It is not meant to be shut behind closed doors and locked in a cage only for making babies, right? Like, we need to let these conditionings go that maybe even nobody listening to this podcast knows a person that actually like created this sort of conditioning right it's super old it runs super deep it's in our lineage and our ancestry it's very very old and it's this patriarchal paradigm that we are leaving behind and now walking into a new way of being and this repression of our sexuality is something that's got to go with the old paradigm. We've got to reconnect. You've got to reclaim your sexual nature, your sexual expression, and allow it into your body and allow it to move through you as you move through life and begin to witness and notice how much more enjoyable and pleasurable life becomes when you do reconnect with this piece of you and allow it to expand your body open, your energy open, your heart open, and your life open, right? Like as you connect to your creative power of your sexuality and allow it to really walk with you instead of 
only when you're having a sexual experience or only in the bedroom or you know only when you're playing with your vibrator and wanting to have uh, an orgasm really quick you know that that is those are the ways that we repress sex because we have banned it solely to the bedroom out of this shame and fear and everyone has their own personal layer or story of what their conditioning may be around the shame and the fear around their sexuality, but it ranges anywhere from like fear of other people judging you, fear of being seen as dirty or a prostitute or, you know, any of these things that we've been trained to fear that aren't really scary. It's just like this thought that we've been told that sex is, right? Or that sexuality is. And I think a really big fear is that a fear that if we are a sexual being, and I feel like women can relate to this one a lot more, is that if we are sexual and open about our sexuality, then we may be unworthy of love. And this one really, um, really hits home for me, right? And When I talk about being open with your sexuality and like sexually expressed, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're like all open and naked and making out with everyone and like, uh, you know, being sexual with people. The sexuality of your energy is a vibration. It's a frequency that you carry within you, that you allow to be expressed through you. And it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with being sexual with people. It's more about allowing your power of your sexual nature, that is your birthright, to live through you and to be expressed through you. And everyone gets to create their own boundaries with themselves and this energy, but it's not necessarily, you know, like, for lack of a better way, like, going and sitting in the middle of a restaurant naked with your legs wide open and, like, oh, here I am, I'm a sexual being. Like, that's not what I'm saying, right? Like, it's a vibe, it's a frequency, it's a way that you present yourself and carry yourself with your own power, with the connection to your sexuality, with this knowing that you are a sexual being and your sexuality gets to play with you. It gets to be a piece of you, just as all of the other pieces get to play, as opposed to being locked down in this cage and, like, banished to the bedroom, right? Like, it's an energy, a very powerful energy at that, that is connected to so many things in our life that you get to play with in every aspect of your life and claim it as yours and then stop giving it away. You get to hold it within you and allow it to move with you. And on the shame side, I think that a lot of the shame that we have around sexuality, especially with the conditioning, is just that it's shameful from the patriarchy, right? And we feel shame because sex is vulnerable or if we were vulnerable with somebody because we had sex with them, then we may feel ashamed and that shame leads to feeling unworthy because then there's just this whole cycle of stories that's actually the conditioning that comes through, right? That, you know, we tell ourselves various stories, but one that comes to me right now is this sense of like, oh, I had sex with this person and now they're not calling me. So now I'm shameful or 
my my sexuality is going to go back in this basket because like if I, I just I shouldn't have had sex with them and now that feels bad and I'm dirty and I'm not worthy of love now because I shouldn't have had sex and it was it was definitely all the sex and like and that has has turned him off and now uh and now I'm ashamed and I'm gonna hide from my sexuality again so this is how shame plays out in our heads right even though the shame may not be ours to begin with, it's deeply connected to vulnerability and connection with people. So yeah, I would love to share a personal story with you guys about my own sort of process with deconditioning the shame and fear and also repression around my own sexuality. And I am someone that has always been a pretty highly sexual person like even when I was four years old I mean I remember masturbating all of the time as a four-year-old and onward I don't think I ever stopped from that point like it was pretty constant um not constant but like regular I guess is a better way to say that and at a certain point in my adolescence, so like preteen, early teen years, I remember the guys on the school bus asking me if if I'd ever masturbated. I was like 14, maybe 15, 14 for sure. I was a freshman. And the guys on the bus asking me if I'd ever masturbated. And I remember just feeling so much shame come over me in my body. And I like couldn't answer the question. And I think I ultimately said no, but I remember this really affecting me because I felt so ashamed because I was like, oh my God, what? how do they know? Why would anybody ask me that, right? Like, it's so, so taboo. You don't talk about it and you don't ask those questions. And this is the first time I really remember feeling my own level of shame around my sexuality in my body. And before this, that, that, need to feel shame when I was asked that question came from somewhere, right? Like, as I was growing up, it was always, if my, in my nuclear family household, sex was talked about, and we're all very vocal and talk about sex, and it was never, it was never seen as taboo in our immediate family. Like, it was very a natural way of life, and I am so grateful for my parents in this um, because that really helped helped shape and allow me to overcome what all of the rest of society was trying to tell me, right? And, and that doesn't mean that the rest of society didn't get in there and condition me still, but I'm so grateful that I had that baseline and I still have that baseline to go back to of my familial childhood where sex wasn't dirty and we talked about it. It wasn't a big deal. And not to say that, like, we went into details or anything like that, but, like, we always had sexual humor and, um, you know, my, my parents didn't hide that they were having sex quite regularly. And it was just, it wasn't a secret and it wasn't something that we were taught to see as dirty. But when you expand out from my nuclear family, you know, there's all of the other people close to our family 
we were always sort of seen as the the wild children in my school, or at least I was. Maybe that's because I'm the, the rebel middle child, but for sure, like, other parents would tell my mom I was the wild child, right, or I was the one teaching their daughter all of this stuff about sex and why, you know, it's it's her fault. <laughs> and this was always just so funny because I wasn't sexual as, like, with other people, until I I never had sex until I was 17. And so through my preteens and teen years, like, yes, I like knew about sex and like had been educated or watched movies about it and for sure been masturbating since I was four years old. Right. So I like knew a lot about sex, but I had, I never had sex. I'd never even kissed a guy. And I had this one friend and her mom would always, she was super sexual and she was having sex when she was like, I don't know, 12 ridiculous but like pretty young and I I just remember the instance that her mom like told my mom basically that she learned it all from me and (laughs) was so funny right but as open as I was about sex there's all these people around my family not my nuclear family but around in my town that would sort of be ashamed if I would make a sexual comment or say something about sex and you know yeah I'm like not that old and I'm definitely not having sex but I I would always gauge people's reactions because my my father had a very like dirty sexual sense of humor and I definitely like picked that up from him and so I've always just had like a dirty sexual sense of humor. Even when I was young, before I was even having sex, like I would make these jokes, right? And people would just shut down and they would shame me and they would, um, in particular, this woman in my town, you know, would be like, oh my God, we don't talk about that, those things. Like those things aren't meant to be talked about. Like that's, that's dirty. That's not good. And you know, thankfully for my upbringing with my parents, I just learned to, like, not say those things in front of certain people, right? But that affected me because it kind of was, made, it, it, this is the beginning of that, like, repression and pulling back from your sexuality, right? Because if you can't express yourself and, like, be in your fullest sense of humor, even if that is, like, seen as dirty by other people but not like I wasn't it wasn't offensive right I'm just like very honest and usually sexual dirty humor is kind of a route that I like to play with even when I was a teenager but all these people would come at me and tell me it was wrong or it was dirty or you know, I was this and I was that and I was the one teaching their 12 year old to have sex and all this stuff like it's just was so invalid, but it also played a role in my own repression of my sexuality because as I got older, then you we start having these stories that come into us, right? Of like, oh, I shouldn't be that way because people don't like it or people don't accept it or people tell me that that's only meant for the bedroom and we don't talk about that and you become confused as a child that's brain is still developing even in your like early 20s right you're you don't know which way to turn because you have your truth and you have things you want to say and then you have all of this external stimulus telling you to be another way because they're that way right 
And what I've found in my own healing journey and my own reconnection of, to my eroticism and my sexuality and my body in general is that, you know, these other people are putting that shame and fear and they're projecting it on to the other people, even though it's sort of all been projected onto us from the patriarchal world culture, right? But then we internalize that, repress, fear, shame our own sexuality, and then because we're not connected to our own sexuality, we then project that out onto the people around us so that it's this constant cycle of like, oh, well, I was told this and I was conditioned to repress my sexuality and shame it and fear it, so now I'm going to project it onto you. And it's this never-ending cycle of fear and repression around our sexuality, and it's time to break fucking free of it, you guys. Like, we need to leave that shit in the old paradigm and just, like, let it, let it ground back into the earth and never see it again. Because the, what happened to me when I reclaimed my sexual expression and really worked through this patriarchal conditioning that's come at me from society that was like projected on to me from people maybe that were close to me, but I don't blame them, right? It's not their fault either. They just are projecting what, what their experience was. And what happens when you really decondition this or like heal through it, right? And you like transmute that energy and you get to claim your own sexuality as yours, you start having so much more fun in life because life becomes more pleasurable because you're not constantly rejecting this beautiful, powerful piece of yourself that lives in the second chakra energy center but expands out through every inch and every cell of your body and allows you to have deeper connections, allows you to walk with your own power, allows you the space to be fully expressed in your authenticity and fully alive and radiant in all that you are, right? In every dimension of your life, not just in the bedroom, but like you can create with your sexuality and cook and eat and walk down the street and play music, listen to music, dance, like work, all of it can be done with a connection to your sexuality and you'll realize that all of those things that you're doing become more pleasurable when you allow your sexuality to play with you, right? So I, I am really grateful to be able to share this message with all of you because it's so important and I know that so many people are really needing this right now like our world needs their sexual energy to feel alive you're it's it's gonna help break through a lot of the emotions that we've repressed and the shame and the fear you know you can work through that and they begin to dissipate and all that's left is your radiant sexual energy inside of you that you get to play with in all of the dimensions so yeah this is your invitation and if you don't want to do it alone i am here for you i am here for it all 
and I work with people in intimate one-on-one containers around exactly this and have seen amazing results with my clients as well as in myself for really stepping through this portal of connection to their own sexuality and rising above the shame and the fear and the repression and learning to integrate all of that and to heal it and to shed what wasn't actually yours to begin with so that you can stand just radically alive in your radiant sexual power. So yeah, if you feel so called to do that, you can find me on Instagram, underscore Lola Electric, or you can visit all of my sites and all of that good juicy stuff that's in the show notes. I love you guys, and it's time to reclaim your sexual power. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for staying tuned in and turned on to Sex Talk Radio. If you like this podcast, you know what to do. Help a girl out. And if you desire to work more closely with me, then, you know, all the details you could ever need are in the show notes. So, talk to you soon, lovers. Bye.